0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Storytime with CosplayDude637. As some of you may have noticed, I have changed the name, so it's just an easier way for people to identify what my podcast is. With all that being said, let's dive into today's episode. It is in the world of Ultra Rangers. As we last left off, the Rangers have been thrust into a time period where they have been defeated. Shall we find out what happens next? Chapter 10, Past, Present, and Future. Part two. How can we be in the future? Zack asks. I would guess that the portal that opened up and brought us here was some kind of temporal rift. Bill explains. Um, come again? Kim asks. He is saying it was a time portal, moving us into the future. Trini replies. That is what I just said. That's all well and good, but I'd like to know how this is. Our future, Jason says. Shinon did say that the nigger rangers came from one of our possible future timelines. Maybe it's this one, Tommy replies? Yeah, that has to be it, Kim adds. Well, standing here is going to do us no good. Let's head for the command center, Jason says. Good idea, bro, Tommy says. The team pushed the teleport button on their communicators, but nothing happened. Um, well, that's not good, Kim says. Jason looks around. I don't think we're too far from the mountains. Looks like we're walking it, Zack says with a small chuckle. The team begin to make their hike. After about an hour and a half, they reach the command center. Well, what was left of it. My god, Tommy says. Sword on Alpha! Kimberly yells and runs into the destroyed building. (laughs) Say it! No! Say it! No! No! Say it! <laughs> okay, fine. If you're liking this audio drama from Cosplay Dude 637 you might really like the other stuff from the Zeo to Hero Network, like the main pod, Zeo to Hero, with the Vulcan Cola podcasting, myself and my brother Billy. I also really like Maker Rangers. YouTube and on podcast. I'm really also enjoying Iron Avenger 52 on TikTok. <laughs> and the lights on YouTube. And upcoming shows from the Red Cornish Ranger. <laughs> and you might want to check out other shows like Fairy to Audio Drama from Cosplay Dude 637. <laughs> How hard was that? Really hard. Back in the present, Alpha 5 is having a meltdown of his own. ay Alpha says, frantically typing on one of the computers. Alpha, what is it? Zordon asks. I can't find the rangers anywhere, Alpha says. I was afraid of this, Shinon says. He must have moved them through time. I think so. I felt an imbalance in the timeline, Shinon adds. Just then all the alarms of the command center start going off. Now the Nega Rangers are attacking downtown, Alpha says. Shinon looks up at Zordon. I think it's time, brother. Yes? I think you're right. Alpha, please locate the other two chosen ones. Right away, Zordon, Alpha replies and starts typing. As our heroes enter the command center of the future, their fears are thrown into overdrive. There is nothing inside it, but burnt-out rubble. What happened here? Tommy asks. We lost, Trini says. Jason kicks one of the old, cracked computers. How did this happen? I mean, really, what is going on here? Do you really want to know? Says a dark, evil female voice. They turn back to the doorway to find two Nega Ranger girls standing there, one green and the other silver. Our heroes drop into their fighting stances. "Do you honestly think you can win?" Nega Silver says. "We're going to try," Zack says. "It would be a waste of our time to fight you. Your powers don't work here," Nega Green says and snaps her fingers, and Nega fighters appear. "Oh, come on!" We can so whip the floor with these guys, Kim says. You think so, Pinky? Nega Silver says. The Nega Fighters attack our heroes, and they make easy work of them. How? Tommy asks. You're nothing here. I don't even know why the Master wants you alive. But I do know it will not be pleasant, Nega Silver says. Take them to their new home, Nega Green adds as our heroes pass out all right guys if you're liking what you hear now you should definitely get ready for the red cornish ranger he has a project coming out and you best be tuning in for it trust me you're gonna love it now in cells tommy zach billy kim and trini wake up what what happened zach asks we are powerless And in a dungeon, by the looks of things, Kim adds. They all look around to see that there is no way out. This place looks like Alcatraz, Tommy says. Tommy, I think it is Alcatraz, Billy replies. That is right, it is Alcatraz, Naga Green says, walking into the cell room. The master made this his new base, and let me tell you, he has found some fun and... All kinds of interesting ways to use it," Nega Green says as the Nega Fighters walk in, dragging a very beaten and unconscious Jason. "My God, what have you done?" Trini asks. "The Master just had some fun with him. That's all," Nega Silver says, walking in behind the Nega Fighters. The Nega Fighters throw Jason into his own cell. "Master wants to see us," Nega Silver says to Nega Green, and the two walk off, and the Nega Fighters disappear. Tommy was closest one to Jason's cell, so he walks over and puts his hand through the cell and gently pushes on Jason's shoulder. Bro, wake up. Bro, talk to us. Are you okay? Jason slowly starts to come to. Ah, man, it's not a dream. He says, slowly getting to his feet. Jason, what happened? When we came to, you were gone. What's going on here? Billy asks. Being the leader... I was taken to their master, a being by the name of Lord Draken. He is the most powerful evil force I have ever seen, Jason explains. More powerful than Nagalord? Kim asks? Hun, he's Nagalord's boss. This is not just one of the possible future timelines, it's our future timeline, Jason explains. That can't be! We can't lose to the forces of darkness, Tommy says. Dude, we don't just lose. We get killed. But the timeline is in flux, Jason explains. Come again, Kim asks. Flux. He means the timeline is not stable, Trini explains. That's right, Billy adds. So then we can change it, Zack says. We were changing it. That's why Draken sent the Nega Rangers to the present to stop us. Jason explains. Just then, all the cell doors sweeps open, right, and down the stairs runs Ultra Ranger Green and Silver. Who are you two? Trini asks. We're on your side. I'm the Green Ultra Ranger, and this is the Silver Ultra Ranger. The Green Ranger says. Jason gets to the cell door. They're on our side, guys. Think about it. We've already met Nega Green and Nega Silver. Jason says. Can we do a lot less of the small talk and a lot more of the runny runny? We need to get you guys out of here and back to the command center so we can get home, the Silver Ranger says. The others look at each other and nod and run out of their cells. Silver Ranger, you watch the back. I'll take the front and let's get home, the Green Ranger says. Silver nods and the team take off running. The team seems to make it out of Alcatraz with ease. And much to their shock, there was a huge bridge now leading to the mainland. Question For you mystery rangers, we're in San Francisco, and um, the command center's kind of in Angel Grove. Care to tell me how we're getting there? Jason asks. It's simple. We're going to teleport there, Green Ranger says. Um, we can't. Our communicators don't work here, Billy says. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. That's why that Sheenon girl asked me to give this to you, the Silver Ranger says, and hands Billy a small blue box with a lightning bolt on it. What's that? Trini asks. Billy just smiles. It's our ticket out of here. These are chips that I was going to add to our communicators that allowed us to teleport anywhere and any when. But I I need a place to work, Billy says. We passed an old run-down computer shop on the way here to save you guys. Will that work? The Silver Ranger asks. Let's head there. Billy, we'll get the communicators up and running, and we will get out of here. Green and Silver... You seem to be the only one able to use your powers. You take the back. We'll lead the way, Jason says. Everyone nods, but the Silver Ranger. Hold on. You're powerless. Why do you get to call all the shots? The Silver Ranger asks. Powerless or not. Jason's the leader of this team, lady. And you will listen to him, Zack snaps. Fine, fine, whatever. Let's just go, the Silver Ranger says, and the group takes off running across the bridge. The team makes it across the bridge. The group starts to head for the computer store. But as soon as they do, they start getting fired on from all sides. Six, just make a run for it. We will try and slow them down, a little, and meet you there, the Green Ranger says. Okay, but you better make it in time, Jason says as the six powerless Rangers take off running. You got a plan? Silver Ranger asks. Yeah, don't die here, the Green Ranger says and the two start running at the spot where the the blasts are coming from. Thanks to the two new ultra-rangers, the others were able to make it to the computer store. This is just crazy, Kim says. Billy, get started on the communicators, Jason orders. Can you get us home, dude? Zack asks. Affirmative, Billy replies, still working. The sound from outside sounds just like that of a war zone. Billy, we need to work faster. I don't think those two can hold them off for much longer, (laughs) Jason says. The big question is, who are they? The one in green is wearing my old Green Power Ranger uniform. I, I don't understand how that's possible, Tommy says. Yeah, I saw that. I thought the Sword was gone, Kimberly replies. Well, no, that's technically not true. The Green Power Coin lost all power, yes, but the Sword laid sleeping at the bottom of the lake, Billy explains. That's true, Trini adds in. Jason paces by the door. Dude, Jay, you need to chill, Zach says. Billy, what's your ETA? Jason asks. Billy sighs and looks up. Jason, I am working as fast as I can. If I was in my lab, I'd be done already, but I need at least five more minutes, he explains. Jason walks over to the front door and starts to open it. But before Jason was able to get the door open, the Silver Ranger comes flying through one of the windows. Whoa! Kimberly shouts and runs over to the Silver Ranger. The Green Ranger runs through the open door. We need to go. Now! The Green Ranger says. Billy throws down the tools as he starts to pass out the team's communicators. Okay, this should work, Billy says. Hold on, should? Kimberly asks. I don't have time to calibrate it correctly. I mean, we're winging it here, Billy explains. We will just have to risk it. Teleport, now! Jason yells and... Pushes the teleport button on his communicator, as do the others. In a flash of light, the eight rangers are teleported into the rundown command center. Billy and Trini, get to work on getting us home. Everyone else, find something to fight with. It will not take them long to figure out where we teleported off to, Jason says. Billy and Trini nod and get right to work. Silver and I will take point, Green Ranger says. Jason nods and the two rangers jump up to a huge hole in the roof. Okay. We are almost there. Just need a few more seconds, Trini says. Make that a fast few. There's a whole sea of Nega fighters headed right this way, and leading the pack is, of course, Nega Green and Nega Silver, Green Ranger explains. Rangers, we may be powerless, but we're still Ultra Rangers. So if we go down, we go down fighting. Billy, Trini, finish this. Jason says, as the others just nod. Billy hits a huge yellow button on the main console. Time to go home, you guys, Trini says as a huge portal of light opens next to her. Everyone in now, Jason shouts. The team all run through the portal. Before Jason runs through it, he sees the two Nega Rangers enter the command center. The master's not going to like this one bit, Nega Silver says. Out of the portal, all eight Rangers find themselves in the command center, where Alpha greets them with a huge hug. Rangers, thank goodness you're all right. Yeah, we're alive. All right? Not so much, Kim replies. Jason moves to the front of the group. You have been withholding information from us, Jason shouts. All the Rangers look over at Jason. Dude, what are you talking about? Zack asks. Well, let's start with them Jason shouts and points to the green and silver rangers. Hey now, man, we just saved your ass, the Silver Ranger says. It's all right, ladies. Power down and show him who you are, Shinon says. The two rangers power down to reveal that they are none other than Halen and Cece. So, there was two more ultra rangers out there this whole time that we knew nothing about, Billy says. Yes, the green Leviathan ranger and the silver Fenrir ranger, Sheenon explains. Okay, hold on. That was my old power ranger uniform, Tommy says. Yes, that is right, Sheenon says. I can explain that, rangers. You see, the Leviathan temple and Zord were destroyed centuries ago. But as the holder of the Ultra Coins and the Keeper of Time, I was able to shift the power to another Zord. Okay, I understand that, Tommy replies. That's great, and all, but I don't, Kim says, holding up her hand. It's simple, hun. The Dragon Zord was never destroyed. So, it just laid powerless under the sea. So she transferred the powers, Tommy explains. That's right! So non placed the powers of the Green Leviathan into the Sleeping Dragon Zord, Alpha adds. And I was able to become the Green Ultra Ranger, Halen says. Jason just stands there, his arms crossed. Halen walks over and lays her hands on his shoulders. Are you that mad you can't be happy to see me? Halen asks. Dragonfly, you know, I am happy to see you. And I'm even fine with Cece joining us. But what I'm not okay with is people sending me and my team blindly into battle, Jason shouts. Jason, what do you mean? Alpha asks. I mean, Draken! Jason yells. Shinon and Zordon gasp. Jason just nods. Okay, um, I know I'm new, so who's Draken? Cece asks. Why don't you ask them? Jason points at Shinon and Zordon. All the Rangers look over at them. I was hoping it was not him, but I'm guessing your trip to the future proved it was indeed, Shinon says. Hold on, why is this a big deal? Tommy asks. Lord Draken is the dark power that turned our brother Borhan into Negalord. Zordon explains. How powerful is this Draken? Kim asks. As in, he wants to destroy the whole of reality and remake it as he sees fit? Jason adds. Hold on. What? Cece and Zack say at the same time. Is that even possible? Billy asks. Well. He did not seem to think so till we showed up, Jason shouts. Shinon, please, what is he talking about? Trini asks. You see, Rangers, there's a legend on our planet. That when the Heroes of Light and the Eight Warlords of Darkness battle in an all-out war for peace, the Weapon of of Destruction will form, and that's when the battle will finally be decided, Sheenon explains. So that is this Draken's plan for us Ultra-Rangers and the Nega-Rangers to battle it out to create these weapons, Halen says. Oh, that's just the tip of the iceberg, Dragonfly, Jason replies. You're saying there's more? Kim asks. Jason nods and looks over at Shinon. Why don't you tell him the rest? Sheenon lets out a very heavy sigh. Rangers, the legend's foretold of all of you coming to become altar Rangers, but it also foretold your deaths, Shinon adds. Hold up, what did you just say? She is saying she has known from day one we were all going to die in battle, Jason shouts. This can't be right, can it? Zordon? Kim asks. Shinon and Zordon say nothing. So it's true, Tommy says. I'm not going to fight for anyone who can't tell me the truth from the start, Jason says and teleports out. Aye, 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 aye. What do we do, Alpha asks? I'm with Jason on this one. We can't trust you guys anymore. Tommy shouts, and the other rangers all teleport off. If they don't fight, Draken will still destroy all the world, Shinon says. Ay ay ay! This is terrible. Sister, do you think Draken told Jason who he really is? Sordon asks. Shinon sighs and looks up at her brother, tears running down her face. Elsewhere in Angel Grove, a red portal opens, and out of it walks a man in a red Power Ranger uniform, with a dragon shield on it. In the center of the shield was a black diamond with a white cross, his helmet, was also black, with a white cross on it. I made it. This is it. This is the world she was heading to. I thank you all for listening to Ultra Rangers, Chapter 10, Past, Present, and Future, Part 2. Ultra Rangers is a fan fiction, and by no means connected to Saban or Hasbro. No copyright infringement was intended. At this time, I'd like to give a big shout out to all my supporters Jim and Billy from Zeo to Hero, Rachel from The Rachel Show Unleashed, Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger, and Ben, the Baker Ranger. If you guys aren't listening to their podcasts, you definitely should be. Until next time, guys, and remember. And let the power protect you.